It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. We find ourselves in the middle of January, and I want to welcome all of the Grace FM listeners along the front range from Pueblo up to Fountain and Colorado Springs, even up towards Monument, as you're listening on 101.7. And then in northern Colorado uh, on 89.7 on your FM dial and Castle Rock in the Denver metro area, all along the front range up into southern Wyoming. We want to welcome you to the program Calvary Live. And also, I am very pleased and excited to welcome everyone listening to Hope FM in New Jersey and Pennsylvania in Maryland. We're so blessed to be able to answer your calls and questions as well. And Calvary Live is a program, as most of you know, here in Colorado and Wyoming. You've been listening uh, for some time. It's a call-in program where you, the caller, get to call in. As you heard the number at the opening of the show, the number to call is 303-690-3000. And grab one of those open lines. And also for you, on the East Coast, we're so blessed that you've joined us uh, for Calvary Live, and you can call that same number, 303-690-3000, and you can ask a question, maybe a question that has been brought up uh, as you were doing your devotions and Bible reading, or maybe you heard a Bible teaching. Uh, I want to be able to point you to God's Word and bless you in any way that I can. So 303-690-3000, we have some uh, lines that you can grab And uh, we'll get to those lines, but uh, the way that usually the best way to get on uh, that line so we can talk with you is call in early right now as the lines are open. And I'd love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. Maybe you got questions about Christian living. Uh, Maybe you have a prayer request. This is a program that we not only answer questions, but we'd love to be able to pray with people. And and you have many that are going to join in and be praying with you. And uh, we want to bless you in that way because this is a ministry here on Calvary Live to be able to bless not only the caller, uh, but to be able to bless all who are listening. There is a means for you to be able to text in a question, and that's a text line. So if you can text uh, safely, call uh, or uh, text line number is 720-336-0897. Again, that text line, you can text in a question and we'll fill in some space uh, in between calls as we are able to, uh, 720-336-0897. As I mentioned, we find ourselves in 2017 in the middle of January here. And sometimes during this time of the year, uh, we can get a little bit blue. We can get a little bit down. Uh, we can get a little bit discouraged uh, because we find ourselves in the middle of winter. Uh, sometimes it's because of, uh, you know, uh, bills coming in from the holidays. Uh, Sometimes it's the resolutions that perhaps you made uh, at the beginning of the year. They're not going so well. Uh, Just uh, other things that can cause us to be really down. And I just want to read to you from the scriptures uh, and to encourage you uh, from Psalm 63, which is a psalm of David. And it is a, a psalm that speaks of joy in the fellowship of God. And as we read Psalm 63, David writes, O God, you are my God, and early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you, and my flesh longs for you, 
in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in a sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name, and my soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches, because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you, and your right hand upholds me. And I just love that song because it is a psalm that just speaks of staying close to the Lord, fellowship with him. Uh, David would write elsewhere that in your presence is fullness of joy. So we want to be able to encourage you, and maybe you need prayer. Maybe you, maybe you just need a word of encouragement. Uh, give me a call. The lines are all open right now. 303-690-3000 is the number to call to be on the air and be a part of Calvary Live. You, the listener, and those of you who call in, you're the ones that really make this show. And so we want to be able to bless uh, you this hour as we go to God's Word and as we seek the things of the Lord. I do want to answer a question. Somebody texted me right before we went on the air, actually, said they won't be able to text uh, during the hour that we are on the air, but they really wanted me to answer a question of how can I witness to my family when they are not interested in hearing the truth. And I think at that point, as many of you, uh, either here in Colorado or on the East Coast, many of us that uh, we want to be a witness to our family. And uh, we talked about that very thing on Sunday morning as we're going through Luke's Gospels. Jesus said, I came to bring division, and there will be division in a family because you are a believer, and there are family members that uh, perhaps don't receive from you and hold you out at arm's length and uh, maybe have uh, desired not to even talk with you. But the way to really be a witness to them is, first of all, is that you uh, be a witness with your life that they can see the light of Jesus Christ in you and the truth of Jesus Christ being worked out in you, and then you pray for your family members. I think it's so important that we go to the Lord and continue to lift them up. Don't stop praying for them. Uh, but, Lord, you soften their hearts. Lord, you see the light of Jesus coming from me and the love of Jesus Christ. And, and Lord, take the blindness away from their eyes. So, uh, Joe from uh, Wyoming, I think that's a very good question that a lot of people perhaps that are wrestling with right now, how to be a witness, how to express truth to those who don't want to hear it. And you just pray for opportunities to point people to Jesus Christ. So give me a call. Maybe perhaps you want to talk about those things, 303-690-3000. Lines are open. Again, you can text in a message at 720-336-0897. Love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. Let's go to line one to Kimberly. Kimberly? Kimberly, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. You're on Calvary Live. Welcome. Hi, thank you. I just have a prayer request for my parents. Okay. Uh, my dad, he's been battling, uh, he's pretty much an alcoholic, and it's just consumed his everyday life. And then my mom, she suffers from depression and has recently been having suicidal thoughts. Okay. I'd love to pray with you. And 
and all of us that are listening, if we can just pray and, and um, you know, where you're at and, and just pray for Kimberly's parents as father. Uh, we pray for her dad who has battled with um, alcoholism and it can grip a person's life to where it does consume them every single day. And Lord, I just pray that you would free him. I pray for her mom who suffers from depression and depression can be very real. And where um, her mom feels like uh, at that times of being in that pit and can't get out in the darkness and the heaviness. And Lord, I pray that you would work in her life to free her. And Lord, you know exactly what they're going through. You know exactly what they're feeling. And Lord, you are able to free us from the things that hold us in bondage, whether it's uh, alcoholism, whether it's depression, uh, whatever the case may be. And so I lift Kimberly's parents to you. I pray that you do an incredible work of freeing them and working in them. And I pray for Kimberly as she calls in caring for her parents, that you give her the wisdom and discernment uh, to be able to minister to her parents. Uh, Lord, that you give her the words to speak to them. But Lord, by your Holy Spirit, that you would draw them to yourself. And Lord, that there would be uh, a coming to you and recognizing a need for you. And by the, your power, that you would do work in their lives that needs to be done. We lift this up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Kimber- Amen. Thank Kimberly, you so much. We're going to keep praying. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye. All right, 303-690-3000. want to welcome you to Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado, and I am live in studio with you on this Tuesday afternoon. I'd love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. Let's go to line three to Rashada. Hi, Rashada? good afternoon. How are you? I'm very good. Hi, how are you, Pastor Jeff? I am very good. Thanks for calling in, and what can we do for you? Um, I would like to praise, please. Um, first one would go to, uh, it's kind of like myself as well as for, um, I have a Christian friend. Um, I don't know her that well, and we live in different states, Um we are friends on Facebook, but I'm struggling to pray for her and even for myself because we stand on a different view of politics, and right. uh, she supports a different party of what I support, and it's just like the thing that she posts on Facebook is really bugging me. <laughs> uh, I, right. I just want to be able to first pray for myself how I can accept friendship and, uh, you know, even pray for a friend that has different view. And the, the reason I'm struggling is that I know she had good relationship with Jesus, but it's the way she expressed her view. And, and you know how you use uh, your opinion on social net, network and it's become stumbling block for other people to see. So right. I'm I, just struggling I with that. So you know, you Rashada, see, yeah, and I'd be happy to pray. I just want to give you some encouragement because um, there can be uh, those exchange of opinions and comments, and we just went through a very difficult and uh, long and very kind of uh, hard uh, campaign, election campaign. There
there's a lot of words that are expressed and even among Christians. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, sometimes Christians think that they're all going to agree on the same candidate, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing to keep in mind is to minister to her is keep it a biblical worldview. Um, mm-hmm. Keep reminding her of the scriptures. You know, uh, here's the main thing, because people can get so caught up in the political Christians can in their opinions. And, um, you know, it's an, an important subject I understand. But we're going to have a new president that's going to be sworn in in a few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new Congress. Uh, we hope things get better. Um, mm-hmm. But the important thing is to keep the eternal perspective. Our next president and our next Congress is not our hope. Jesus yes. is our hope. Yes. I'm not saying that what they're going to do and the things that they're going to discuss is not important because it does affect us and affects our children in our future. Mm-hmm. But our hope is in Jesus Christ, period. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this nation and all the nations are eventually going to come to an end and it's all going to culminate to Jesus Christ coming back and establishing his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So when I talk to people about politics or they want to get in a discussion, I always remind them that the Lord is sovereign. Uh, he's overall. Um, he is one that um, is going to come and establish his kingdom and we need to be praying for our nation and mm-hmm. we need to be praying for our leaders. And, um, you know, the Bible is very clear um, yeah. that we are to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And what happens is Christians get caught up in all the negative talk and bashing and um, saying things that really um, we need to be careful about. Uh, I'm not saying we can't express our opinions, but just help her to focus on that. Focus on the Lord and that we're to be praying for our nation, and our hope is in Jesus Christ. So it can be a difficult thing. So, Lord, I do pray for Rashada. I just pray as um, we are told in Scripture that we are to pray for our leaders, um, that we are to do that in humility. We are to do that in a way that's pleasing to you. And, Lord, to know that you're the one that even as uh, Proverbs 21 says, that you guide uh, the heart of a leader like the streams of water and uh, you're in control and you're the one that's Mm going to come back. Um, So I just pray that you would um, just give her wisdom and help her uh, to bring the conversation back to Jesus and the hope that is in him. And, uh, and Lord, that we would keep our eyes on you. And uh, Lord, I just pray as Rashad has brought this subject up, we have a new president that's going to be sworn in. We have a new Congress that's been sworn in. We have new leadership in the state and uh, in our communities uh, that are taking office. And we pray that there would be a great awakening. That's the hope for our nation. And that there would be a turning to you and there would be humbling ourselves before you. So, Lord, I just pray that you would um, just bless her and give her wisdom um, to keep things in a way that, Lord, Um, knowing that our hope is in Jesus Christ and the coming of Jesus and to to be able to to give the gospel to others. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rashada. Thanks. Keep giving her Jesus. All right. Thank you. Um, Could I just ask for a quick prayer request Mm -hmm. for my brother-in-law, please? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, He's he's in hospital and he's... uh, 
he's a father. He has a year-old son, and um, it just been a lot going on for him, and he seemed to uh, not handle the stress very well. So just uh, just say a quick pray for him, please. I would love to. And Father, I pray for Rashada's brother-in-law, who's in the hospital, and and um, a father that's in the hospital. He probably wants to get out. He's uh, you know, we, we can easily become uh, anxious, and um, I just pray that he would get better. I pray that you bring healing to him. You know what mm-hmm. the problem is. He would be able to get out, be with the doctors and nurses, the medical staff that's treating him, and I pray that you give him a peace, though. I, I pray that you give him peace, that uh, he would just look to you and, um, and just draw him to yourself. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. Have a good afternoon. You too, Rashada. God bless you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is Pastor Jeff Figgs on Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. Let's go to line two. Hello. Hello? You're on Calvary Live. Hello. Hi. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? Yes, you're on Calvary Live. I'm a couple of weeks ago, you were talking to somebody, they were talking about suicide, and uh-huh. you had mentioned to them about the spirit of murder over people who struggle with suicide. Um, hmm. Kind of like my whole life, I have, I have struggled with that, and uh-huh. this past year has probably been like the worst year of my life, and... In October, I'm ashamed to say that I tried to commit suicide by taking an overdose. And praise Jesus. Jesus is the only one that I can honestly say. Jesus is the one who saved my life because, honestly, after taking 30 pills, I should not be here. And so by God's grace and mercy and everything else, I am here. Um... And I can honestly say I don't ever want to do that again because I had heard you say that that through this experience that you had one person who had taken pills, you know, something was wrong with them, and then another person that had tried something else had happened to them. And so I count myself, I count my blessings. But... What can you what can you tell me? Why does it seem that it seems to follow me? Why has it followed me my whole life? I mean, I just don't understand it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and you know, first of all, I want to say I'm sorry you're hurting so much. Um, thank you. I, I I think maybe perhaps you were talking to one of the other pastors on this conversation um, or heard it, the comments about it. I, I don't remember taking a, a call on, on that particular subject for a while. Okay. Um, uh-huh. But, but here's, here's the thing, sister. Um, as I was hearing you, I, I just want to tell you that you always have a reason to live. Always. Yeah. And the Lord loves you. And, suicidal tendencies and thoughts are very, very real. And, um, and I would just encourage you, you know, just as the Psalm that I read at the beginning of the show, um, that, you know, the joy of fellowship, 
uh, early I seek you and my soul thirsts for you, my flesh longs for you, and Jesus is your answer. And he loves you, and he has a plan for you, and he wants to make your life count. And for you, it's going to be very important that in those times where you're just feeling so down and there's no hope to remember he is your hope and he loves you and he wants to work in your life and he desires to bring you out of, you know, those thoughts. And here's the thing, the enemy is going to come and and he's going to be the accuser of the brethren who accuses us to tell you your life is not worth living. You're not worth, this is the answer for you. And it's not the answer. You have a reason to live, and that's Jesus Christ. And there's people, I'm sure, in your life that love you. You may feel alone. I don't know your circumstances, but he knows you. He knows everything about you. Yeah. he loves you, okay? And don't you ever forget that. And he says there's a reason to live. And he desires for you to call upon him and to lean on him. And it's important for you, sister, because I know you're remaining anonymous, but the Lord knows who you are. It's important yeah. for you to reach out to others, to others, brothers and sisters, to pray with you and pray for you and, and to be there for you, to be plugged into a group of believers, um, people that you trust. And, and I know that can be hard, but live, live, okay? And he has, <sighs> you know, wants to do a, a wonderful work in your life. And you look to him, and um, and he he desires to direct you each and every day, not just each and every day. We were singing this Sunday that song that I just love. I need you every hour. I need you. Yeah. And um, and sometimes it's every minute. Yeah. And in those times where we feel like checking out, he says, "No, I want you to trust in me." and lean on me and I want you to look to me and to know that I got you and that my promises are true and his word declares to you that he will never leave you or forsake you he will never leave you or forsake you he's there okay okay yes you have a reason to live and that is Jesus he's in your life he loves you his promises are true for you And, Father, I pray for my sister who's hurting. I pray for her as she's tried to take her own life, that she would know that her life is in your hands and and no one's going to pluck it out. And, Lord, that, that she can trust in you and look to you. And, Lord, I pray that she would get the help that she would get from other brothers and sisters when she's feeling that way. And she would know she has a reason to live, that you have a plan for her and and you want to work in her life and that she is valuable to you and that there are people that care about her and love her. You know, everything about her, you know, the number of hairs that are on her head, you have each one labeled, you you know, every need that she has. And when it seems so dark and hopeless that she would turn to the one who is hope and the one who is light. I pray that you would just keep the enemy away from her, from, being the accuser, uh, telling her it's not worth living, uh, trying to get her to give up, but, Lord, to turn to you in the hope that's in Jesus Christ and that you would fill her with your, your love, with your power, with your comfort that she needs right now, 
that you bring healing to her emotionally, spiritually, that you would strengthen her in every single way, that she would perceive your presence in those times of darkness and cry out to you to know that, that you hear her and you see her and you love her. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. All right? Hey, sister, yeah. you keep calling us, okay? Telling us how you're okay. doing. All right? You hang on. Are you in fellowship somewhere? I am. And one thing I struggle with is PTSD. And so it's like just get out of the house is just yeah. so hard. I mean, it's it like I, I, I struggle I with staying at home and then to get out of the house is like right. it's mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that uh, being a chaplain for law enforcement and some of the guys that come out of military duty and stuff or, you know, just uh-huh. some of the things that they've been through, it's very difficult and it's very real. And it's yeah. a struggle. And just being around crowds and being around people yeah. can be a real struggle. But there are some things that you can do in listening to the Word of God online. Continue to listen to Grace FM. There's live stream that, you know, you feel yeah. somewhat connected and stuff. But I want you to know that God has a plan for you. And he wants to bring healing to you. And he wants to strengthen you during all of this. And um, and the hurts and the things that, you know, um, that just when it becomes overwhelming, you call out to him and cry out to him and call out for help, you know, at your church. Even if you just, you know, I get people that call me during the week just to pray. And I'll pray yeah. with them. And that helps out a lot. So there are people that are available. and um, But... Um, you just you take it a, a moment by moment and day by day with him, and he's going to yeah. see you through, all right? And you call yes, me anytime I will. you want, okay. all right? Don't be afraid but to call me. One thing I, I can say is um, the Lord has directed me to listen to Grace FM. I used to, used to listen to a, a Christian music station, but now I have Grace M on FM on all the time so I can listen to the word and I just I love it because it's like it's amazing how it seems like every every um um thing that they're talking about it's like God puts it on every uh pastor's heart who's talking it's like they're all talking about kind of similar things yeah. and so it's such a blessing to my heart and um you- I, too, was in the military, and so I know what you're saying. And so, but, yes, I I will call in when I need prayer and and keep listening and and, and going forward, for sure. Listen online. There's a lot of Calvaries. I don't know if you go to Calvary or what, you know, but, you know, uh, down in Colorado Springs, I know Eric, who's on Calvary Live on – Fridays, live stream, Saturday nights, Sunday mornings, Pastor Red at Calvary Aurora, live stream. Here in Greeley, we live stream our services. And just tune in and keep allowing the Word to wash you and to cleanse you and to bring healing and strength to you. All right? Wonderful. I will. I will. Hey, Thank you so you much. You call me back. You call me back okay. and check in on. Okay? All right. I want to okay. hear from you soon. Okay. Tell me how Thank it's going. Thank you. Okay, All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. God right, bless sister. you. God bless you. Bye-bye. 
for those of you who feel so down and discouraged, depression is real. And um, sometimes Christians can be a little bit negative about that. But I, I want you to know that there are people that care and love you and to, to do those things, you know, that uh, to reach out and to know that um, that the Lord loves you and he desires to, to bring you out of the miry pit, uh, as David writes, and to, to bless you in such a way. We're getting ready to go to break here in just a little bit, but we've had a great first half. I know there, there are those holding online. Keep holding online. This is Jeff Figgs. Uh, I'm in studio live here today on this Tuesday afternoon on Calvary Live. So we're going to be right back. We'll get back to our callers. And so glad that you can join us. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. I want to welcome all the listeners on Grace FM in Colorado and Southern Wyoming. And also, again, welcome everyone listening on Hope FM on the East Coast in New Jersey and Pennsylvania and Maryland. Uh, We have an open line, so I'm going to give you that number, 303-690-3000. And I'd love to have you call in and ask a question about the Bible or Christian living or uh, you need prayer. But let's go to line one to Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Nehemiah, you're with us today. Nehemiah. All right. Nehemiah, he was on line one. And um, Nehemiah, if you get a chance, call back, call back, because you had a very good question about witnessing to a, a Muslim friend. Love to talk to you about that. Uh, so give me a call back, 303-690-3000. Let's go to line three to Mary. Mary? Pastor Jeff? Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi, Pastor. I'm fine, thank you. Pastor, you had prayed a while back um, for my son and I, and I just want you to know that my son is doing so much better. God is Praise working God. in his life, and I know that sometimes it's not... You know, in our timing, it's in God's timing. But also, the reason that I called um, today is because a friend of mine, um, she is admitting herself into, like, a mental ward. She's having a lot of issues, and uh, God knows what's going on with her. But my prayer is that she is able to leave her little two-year-old in in good hands while she goes in to get the help that she needs. and. Um, she has a heart for the Lord. Um, she's just going through a lot right now, and so she mm-hmm. needs deliverance and prayer. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Okay, Mary. And Mary, I'm glad you called back, and your son's doing better. And, uh, you know, um, you know, prayer is, is uh, a key in just continuing to look to the Lord. And, Father, I pray for Mary, her friend, who's checked herself into... Um, a facility uh, um, to get some help. Uh, you know what's overwhelming her, and right now she needs to be in a place where she's safe, and Lord, that um, she can just stop and and um, Lord, I just pray that you administer her. You know everything about her. She she's a believer, but Lord, 
at a place at her wit's end and overwhelmed. And um, Lord, I just pray that you bring comfort to her, speak to her heart, that, Lord, that um, you help her to bring to remembrance your promises for her and that she would perceive your presence. And, Lord, I pray for her daughter, that she be in a safe place and taken care of. And uh, a two-year-old can't understand uh, what's going on, just knowing that their mommy's gone. And, Lord, I just pray that you bring her comfort. And, and Lord, I just pray that um, you help Mary to minister to her friend if she's able to, when she's able to. And, Lord, that you would work and that you would um, just minister um, in a incredible way and i thank you for mary calling and for her son and working and continue to work in him and his life and bless him in every way you know every details about uh what's going on with mary's friend and son and 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 for mary just keep her strong and uh hanging on to you and looking to you for everything in jesus name amen thank you pastor jeff god bless you you're welcome you know what, right. and you let me know how your friend's doing, okay? Call okay. in some time, and sure we'd love will, to continue Pastor to Jeff. pray. Thank you. Okay. God bless you. You bet. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It can be a difficult world out there where we, we have a hard time, and prayer is so important. If, if this program is to pray for people, I am so for that, and uh, we want to just uh, continue to do that. Uh, let's go to line two to Adam. Adam? Hi, pa- Hi Pastor Jeff. How are you, Adam? Um, uh, not too bad. I, uh, I I think if I wasn't a Christian, I'd be having kind of a bad day. But I've, yeah. I felt kind of convicted uh, yesterday, at least, about uh, a fight that I had with another believer. And it was heated. We didn't, you know, touch each other or lay hands on each other. But it, it was that kind of anger. And I, um, you know, I, I ultimately chalked it up on my end to being too prideful, and uh, I apologize. And you know, to what I believe the book says I should do. I'm still kind of learning and everything. Um, I don't know a lot between the Old Testament and the New Testament. I know that most of my studies at Calvary has been involved in the New Testament, but it got me thinking, um, how are, are the Abrahamic commandments, the Ten Commandments, still in effect? And if they are, then why does—I've heard other believers say that God allows wars and God allows you know, like righteous killing by, say, like a police right. officer that's against the suspect who's going to hurt somebody or whatever it happens to be. But where does where does this biblically fall? Well, and, I think you mentioned the Ten Commandments, Adam, and yeah, um, where the Lord says you shall not murder. Um, sometimes yeah. you hear it. Um, you know, that translate, you shall not kill. But the more sure. uh, accurate translation in the Hebrew is you shall not murder. That is murdering uh, somebody, premeditated murder, uh, without a cause. And um, we know that that's a sin. We know that the Bible talks about punishment, of course, in the Old Testament, 
I think that every society, every nation has laws against murder. We know that, you know, even the non-believer uh, knows that that's wrong um, when we murder. Now, when it comes to war, uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, our peace officers, we know that Romans chapter 13 tells us that they are in authority for our own good. Um, they are yeah. protectors. Um, they protect us from evil. And there are times where we are called to war. We see that um, all throughout the scriptures, you know, God's people were called to war. Um, and it's not a pretty thing. It's not a thing that, um, you know, that we glory in. But there are times where our own nation has been called into war uh, to be defenders of freedom and defenders of what is right. And there is evil in the world that, um, you know, war happens. So, um, you know, that's one of the things that, um, you know, those coming uh, out of war and been in, uh, in war that they can struggle with. Um, but, um, you know, uh, it, it's a very, very difficult thing. And um, there is those times where um, we're called to, to go to action. And uh, we got uh, young men. Uh, in our own fellowship that are called to military, and they may be called to do that someday. Um, we have, uh, I minister to many uh, peace officers that are called uh, uh, maybe someday that they have to um, take a life in defending. That's a very real thing. Um, but there is a difference. There's a difference between murder, murdering somebody without a cause, and then um, when you are used as um you know, one that is going to um, be a peace officer or in war. So um, we see David was a mighty warrior. We see Joshua yeah. was. We see, you know, uh, so many examples in the scripture that men who loved the Lord and um, they didn't glory in it, but um, that's what they were called to do. And uh, we have very many brave men and women um, that uh, that I've known that are here in Colorado and listening maybe on Grace FM that they've been called to have to do that in, in their military action or whatever. And, um, you know, it's, it's um, something that's very difficult, uh, but something that um, they have done in, in defending our nation. So, um, sure. you know. I, I guess I guess, um, the one thing that you're saying that I, I, I'm still struggling with a little bit is murdering without cause or pre or premeditated murder without a co without. Well, the cause. Bible, the Old Testament also talks about accidental and all that. There's all these guidelines that you can go through, you know. Sure. But you know, the Ten Commandments says you shall not murder, and um, you know, we see the first murder with. Cain killed uh, Abel because of anger and uh, yeah. out of anger. And uh, so that's the first example of that. Um, so Wasn't it jealousy uh, as well? Well, part of it was, yeah, jealousy. Okay. And he got angry because his sacrifice wasn't um, accepted. And in the book of Genesis, the Lord said, why are you so angry? You know, Cain, do right yeah. and everything will be good. You know what to do, what is right. But he was jealous and he was angry and and um, so uh, there is a difference between murder and when you are defending what is right and good uh, um, and uh, called to do that. And um, so I see the difference in Scripture. Um, I, prom I know a lot of other people are trying to get in to talk to you. 
Hey, Adam. What, what, what defines what is good? But one, you're defending good. Like what? Yeah. What exactly makes it good that you're defending? Well, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. you know, of course, there is peace officers, and l- let me read it to you. Um, for example, in in Paul's day, that was applied to Roman soldiers um, sure. because they didn't have a police force, so it, it can apply to that as well. But um, you know, the, there is. Um, those who who have a conviction uh, that may be a little bit different and um, that um, they feel like the scriptures um, say that they're not going to take a life. Uh, matter of fact, there's a, a, a movie out right now um, that uh, has that case where a medic goes in. I haven't seen the movie. I saw um, it, actually. I haven't watched yeah. a movie in 15 years. And one yeah. of my uh, people in my uh, church drug me to it. Uh, this is like absolutely not, but it was quite incredible. Anyways, um, well, and you know he set up governments and and um, and you know let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God, and therefore whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers okay. are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do you do what is good, and you will have praise from the same? For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. So, you know, he doesn't bear the sword in vain is what the Lord is saying. And, and yeah. you can get it in all kinds of discussions about, well, what about, you know, ISIL and, you know, ISIS and all of them and what they believe. Listen, you know, God here given his word says that, you know, they don't bear the sword in vain. And there is a God-given authority that is given there uh, for yeah. those and the governing authorities for good is what it is. And um, and so we can be thankful for that. I'm thankful for every police officer that's out there and, um, you know, that make our community safe, that are there to uh, yeah. against evil and all of that. But, you know, one of the things, Adam, that um, it's a debate and discussion you can go on and on about, but when you're sure. talking to somebody, you said it was heated. One of the things to remember that, um, you know, Paul Paul said something to Timothy that was, you know, um, very important, I think. And he would say some of the last words um, that uh, are in Second Timothy. He said, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, be able to teach and patient, in humility, humility correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance. So, you know, with gentleness is what you uh, talk with them about, being gentle to all. And sometimes they won't believe. Sometimes people have a different conviction, and um, you just give them the word and... Um, you know, uh, pray with them, be gentle, and, and allow the Lord to minister to them the things that He desires to. So, does that help? You know, that, that, that kind of in perspective, you know, just 
yesterday feeling as angry as I did. I've never killed anybody. I've never taken a life. But it got me thinking really hard. And plus, I did just see that movie Hacksaw Ridge, and it was, and it was really quite incredible. And it, I felt it kind of lifted up God in a lot of ways. But it did leave me a question, like. Yeah. You know, and, obviously, and here's, we don't have to revisit those now, but I just, I felt yeah. like maybe somebody like yourself might be to, um, Take a deep breath, to, you know, yeah. And yeah. here, here's the thing. Jesus, what did he say? He says, if you're angry with your brother, then you've murdered him in your heart. So he yeah. gets to the heart about it, you know, to, you know, yeah. and, and so, you know, if you lust in your heart, you're guilty of adultery, so... Yeah. Um, just, you know, just, hey, this is God's word, you know, be gentle and patient and, um, you know, encourage them in the truth, what you know the truth to be, and allow the Lord to take care of everything else. All right? All right. And, hey, I yeah. listen to Under the Fig Tree all the time. I'm nowhere I hope near it's a blessing. but I, I, I absolutely love your ministry, Jeff. And well, thank I you. Keep, thank keep you. up the good work. I'll keep praying for you. Thank you. I appreciate the encouragement. Good question. Hard question, really, kind yeah, of what you're yeah. asking, you know, when you think about it. And people have different convictions on it. So, Well, and I know it's a heated thing. I didn't mean for it to be so. I, I <laughs> no, you're good. I, I, you're I, good. I love those who have given their yeah. lives for us. So, yeah. All right. Okay, Adam, All right. keep searching the scriptures, buddy. So. Yeah, I will. I sure will. All right. Thank you. Thank okay. you for calling in. Absolutely. 303-690-3000. Let's go to Bianca to line one. How are you doing, Pastor Jeff? I'm good, Bianca. How are you? I'm doing good. I just have a quick praise report. I don't know if you remembered a couple weeks ago I called in for prayer because I was just feeling really discouraged that day <laughs> I know and I've been praying for and, you and my praise report is that really the Lord's been working a lot on my heart and I just feel like I'm in the place where I can encourage others now and as a matter of fact that's what I have been doing and so I just praise the Lord because I've gone from being discouraged to all of a sudden feeling like I'm really ready to move on now. And so I have been actually involved a lot with there's this person I have been trying to minister that's been feeling depressed these last couple of days. And I just think the Lord's going to really use me in a really powerful way in his timing. I'll share that story another time, but I just wanted to give that praise report today. Good, good. Thanks for calling in. The Lord is so faithful, isn't he, Bianca? That, you know, we go through the seasons where we get down and discouraged, and, oh, man, the Lord is faithful to help us come out of it. And 
Um, sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it's hard. But I'm so glad that he's ministered to your heart and brought the comfort that you were looking for. And and um, so thanks for calling in because I do remember and I was praying for you. Hey, Bianca, did you get that prophecy update I sent to you? Um, I'm not sure yet. I have my mom hasn't got a chance okay. to check the mail, but I'm guessing it's probably it's, it's here in the by mail. now. All right, you should have it. Okay, <laughs> hopefully that'll encourage you too. Okay. All right, then talk to you soon. God bless you, Bianca. God bless you. All right, bye bye. Let's go to Liz on line three. Liz. Hi, Pastor Jeff. How are you, Liz? I'm good. How are you? I am good. What can we do for you today? Okay, so I have a question. How do you deal with people, um, mostly family? Because, you know, like everybody says your biggest criticisms are are going to come from your family because they know how you were before you, Mm -hmm. you know, made your commitment to the Lord. So they're looking at you through a magnifying glass. Right. How do you deal with people when they ask you a question about whatever problem is going on presently or has gone on, and your answer is always biblically based? Like, you tell them what it says in the Bible. Well, the Word says, and the Bible says, God says. But yet they get angry. How do you... <laughs> you know, they, Liz, one of the reasons why they may get angry is maybe they're being convicted. Um you know, th- that is because they, they knew where you came out of. And, you know, Jesus, he said that, um, that do you suppose I came to give peace on earth? I tell you, not at all, but division. And he mm-hmm. said, father will be divided against son and son against father and mother against daughter and daughter, you know, uh, in-law against mother-in-law and so forth. But he says, three will be against two and two against three. And that happens. And, and, you know, there's there's was a division that you had with God before you came to Christ because of sin. But now Jesus, our mediator, has, you know, brought us together. We're no longer separated from God. We're at no longer at enmity against God. But it brings another division, doesn't it, Liz? Yeah. And that is with family. And yeah. I think the thing to do is continue to give them truth out of environmental love. I mean, they they are going to have to expect if you are asked a question by them, then you're going to give them uh, uh, an answer from the Bible. And, um, you know, that's what happened to Jesus. Jesus, you know, the religious leaders would come along, try to trap him into a corner. Um, and he would often say that, have you not read? Or he would say, um, you know, the scripture says this. He would point them mm-hmm. to the word of God. And that's what you just continue to do. And if they get angry, then it's like that's the answer that I have for you because I want you to know truth. And I love you. And I want you to know, you know, what God's word has to say. And um, and maybe they're getting angry because they're getting convicted. Um, you, you know, it's the answer that bothers me, Liz, is when I give somebody the word of God and they say, Oh, but that's for you, and, you know, you have your ways, and I have my ways, and we'll all end up in bliss together, you know, and it doesn't really matter what we believe. That bothers me more than if somebody gets a little bit riled up, because if they get riled up, chances are maybe they're getting a little bit convicted, 
or it could be that you know they just uh, the word of God is just really um, just uh, really hammering them in a way to you know some people hate God's word and they don't like it but you give God's word you give truth and that's what Jesus did that's what you and I are to do and their response is you know um, you know is going to come and sometimes it's anger but um, and then it's keep like I them. said because because it's your family you know it's always like you know oh forget it then you're right everything you say is right we're wrong da, da, da. I said I'm not saying that either he's like yeah. well you just keep choosing that as your scapegoat I'm like well in a sense it kind of is because Jesus took it for me so yeah yeah exactly <laughs> You know, the Old Testament talks about a scapegoat, you know, and, you know, and the sacrifices and we won't go all into it. But he he is he is my Lord. He has given mm-hmm. us truth. And um, and I, I want you to know it Be, and because God loves you and I love you and just let him know that I care about you. And, you know, sometimes people say, oh, you're being judgmental or, you know, family does that. Um, they'll mm-hmm. say, you know, you know everything. You think you're, you know, it's like, no. You think I, I you're just better know. than us. You think you're just yeah. better than everybody by you saying that. It, Not at all. Yeah. I am the worst of the worst, you know, like Paul said. Yeah. I am the yeah. king of it. <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, I love you, know, you and I'm going to, yeah, I want to give you Pray truth. for my family. Pray for my children sure. that, you know, because I also believe, you know, where God says you raise up the child in the ways of the Lord. And when he throws you will not depart from it. And so that's what I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my children to come back as my prodigal children. You keep praying. Let's pray right now, Liz, okay? Okay. Father, I pray for Liz. And as she's dealing with family, oh, the word of God that burns in her heart, she wants to give. That's what we're to do. We're to love people enough to give them the word. And the world might tell us we and scream at us not to give the truth and to back off. But, Lord, we do give it with love. And I just pray you help her to continue to do that. I pray for her family. You know everything about her family, her her children, that they would come to you, that the blindness would be taken away, their hearts would be softened, that you would draw them by your Holy Spirit right now. You know them by name. And, Lord, that you would do that work and help Liz to be a light and, and love and a witness by how she lives and the truth of your word, the word of God piercing their hearts and Lord do a, just do a mighty work and give Liz the strength and wisdom that she needs and the courage to continue to live for you and and Lord do a work of salvation in her family in Jesus name amen, amen. God bless you Liz and Hang just a real quick real quick praise report my granddaughter who's 10 um decided that she wants to be baptized she wants to be water oh. baptized and you know, Praise maybe God. this is the way that God is going to reach them. But she told yeah. her mom, and her mom's like, "Okay, I want to be there. I want to be present when that happens." Good. Good. So that's, that's praise good. report, and let's just pray for, continue to pray for our family that everything goes good. Yes. Yeah, and we will. And you call and let me know how it's going. Okay. I will. Thank you so much, brother. All right, Liz. God bless, God bless you. you. All right, we got a couple minutes left. Let's go to Michael. Michael, hey, Pastor Jeff. Good afternoon. How are you? How are you? Hey, we got a couple minutes left, but I want to get you in real quick. Okay, I'll be brief. I'll be quick and brief. Uh, Sunday, 
I went to a pastor friend of my church, and my life is I've like, and I confessed something to him about my past because my uh-huh. life has been nothing but uh, uh, has been nothing but closed up dark rooms with mm-hmm. you know tender areas and and things that I've kept secret and from other people and stuff, and I and I opened up to him the darkest of the of the rooms that I had in there. Okay. And talked about things, and I confessed some things, and we're going to continue opening up rooms, rooms with wounds and tender areas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank God for that because I felt prompted by God and His Holy Spirit to, okay, to help to do that to help help my Christian walk to take down the, uh, yeah, uh, the battlements Good. that are are in my life. Yeah. Good. Good. And you know, a, a pastor should pray with you and listen to you and encourage you. And, you know, it's good. And sometimes people are so afraid to do that. But, you know, James talks about confessing our sins, to be able to do it to somebody that you have a relationship with and somebody that you can trust. So let me pray with you, Michael. We're going to get ready to, to close the show here in just a little bit. And Father, I thank you for Michael. I thank you for him being able to go, and Lord, I can just sense his relief, and I pray they would continue his relationship uh, in trusting uh, a pastor to just um, be able to to come and, and to pray, uh, to, to confess, to, Lord, um, tear down those walls that have been there that, that keeps us from getting close to you. I pray that you would bless him in every way in that, and I thank you for his call. And I thank you also for today. I thank you for all the callers that have called in today for the show. Um, Lord, I pray everyone who's listening may have a great evening. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. you, You too. Thanks for calling in. Stay tuned to Grace FM Colorado. Bounding Grace with Pastor Ed is next. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.